Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm happy you're here with me. So this week, I wanted to talk about another common question, because one of those big areas and one of those hardest times of the day, a lot of times for people who were dieting and even now transitioning to intuitive eating and trying to trust their body more is that period of time at night because nighttime for a lot of times the willpower would always feel less. So it just kind of feels like the time frame when people tend to struggle a little bit more. So that's why this episode is going to be focused on eating more at night. So if you feel like you have stronger cravings at night, you have a tendency to overeat more at night or have some of those more binges or emotionally eating, this episode will cover that for you. So nighttime, it can be a lot more difficult for people because we tend to be more tired at that time frame. If you've used the willpower mindset for a long time, probably used a lot of willpower earlier in the day to stay on plan so it can feel a little bit tougher at night and many other reasons too because this is when we feel the most stressed so we've been through our whole day already so it can be like that way to relax can be how we're processing our day or if our day didn't go the way we wanted it to it's like well maybe I'll have like the snack because Having that relationship with food of feeling like maybe it's the thing that's always there for you or feeling like, you know, it's that consistent way that you can unwind, even if it's a subconscious way of that you've approached it in the past, like nighttime is the stronger period for that, especially if it's quieter at night. It's like we don't have something that is pulling our focus, like when we're starting the day and trying to get it maybe just ourselves ready or other people or trying to fit the day in because we get wrapped up in being busy that sometimes at night when we're less busy or don't have something going, that can be a harder time for people because we tend to keep ourselves busy as a way to distract ourselves. When we start to just unwind for bed, like that can be a time where we feel less busy and more of our stuff can come up that we wanted to, to avoid. So let's get into our five different reasons that you're maybe overeating at night. First one being that you might just not be eating enough earlier in the day. Because if we're not, if we're skipping breakfast or if we're trying to save our calories, because I know I've even heard from people before where they know they're going to binge at night, they know they're going to overeat at night, so then they try not to eat during the day. Or they try to eat less during the day because they're saving calories for no when they know they'll lose a little bit of control. But even that pattern in and of itself is increasing the likelihood of losing control later because when we get to the stage where we're feeling extremely hungry, it's more of that primal, like, I need to eat food now, and then we're more likely to overeat quickly versus when we are actually meeting our body's needs earlier in the day, we don't have so much drive and so much craving for food at the end of the day because we've been nourished. We've met our body's needs and then there's not going to be that physical hunger side of it. And you might still get a little hungry at night. There's nothing wrong with that, but we won't have that as strong of physical drive for food when we actually have nourished our bodies in the amount of food that it is asking for. And that is why the number one reason, the first place that we always want to start is 
offering our body a little bit more food earlier in the day, especially if we're still getting in tune with our hunger and fullness cues, because that's something that can take a while to do, especially if we've been coming from a lot of different mindset things like not letting ourselves reach complete fullness, like trying to stop at like 90% full or delaying hunger, any of those things where we might not be as in tune as we will be after practicing intuitive eating for a while, offering ourselves another snack earlier in the day that is feeling that helps our body feel good could be a possible way that will help resolve the urge to overeat at night. The second reason you may be overeating at night could relate to the desire to cover up a negative emotion with food. Because as I've talked about before on this podcast, when we eat for emotional reasons, it's like dulling it. It dulls the sensations in our body. Because if you think about our emotions as like an echo in an empty room, like you walk into a room without any furniture, the sound waves vibrate off the walls and you get an echo. As soon as you put furniture, maybe a rug, some coverings up on the windows, it muffles the sound that we hear so we don't hear the echo anymore. And when we eat food, it produces a similar effect in our body where it can dull the sensations of the emotion because of the dopamine that it's releasing from eating food. So when we are having a really stressful day, when we've had a lot of anxiety or a lot of like fear, or we've been trying different things and we've been worried or overthinking or stressed out, whatever it is, is we can have that desire if we learn to cope with food, we'll have that craving for this is how I want to unwind is by eating some food. And then we can turn into because we're trying to unwind, we're trying to kind of check out from that just to relax. And so then we aren't as aware of how much we're eating because the goal of that is to try to check out, which is when we want to look for is coping with food providing the desired effects that you think it's going to? Like, is it relaxing you? Because sometimes it's creating more stress because then later afterwards, it's that guilt and the shame and beating ourselves up for using food in that way. And I never try to enforce it myself or with clients and talk to them about never emotional eating. Like a lot of times we want to reduce that because it's not producing the desired effects that we're looking for. But it can be useful to keep that as an option and not to think negatively about ourselves for using emotional eating as a way to cope with food. Because if we try to be like, oh, that's not the way I'm supposed to cope with food, is we can focus on that too much and use that as a way to avoid the original problem that we're coping from. And when we kind of demonize emotional eating as a coping mechanism, then instead of just allowing it to exist of like, this is one of the ways I can cope, like, is it helping me in the most effective way possible? We get to evaluate that from a much more clean, open place when we aren't trying to be like, this is a bad way to do this. Because when we're judging it, then it just mucks everything up, makes it really messy because we have that shame, that guilt, that judgment over it versus how is this affecting me when I use it? Do I want that? Because when we're at that much more clean space, we're not really judging it. We're just seeing how it impacts our body and then deciding from there if that's what we want. It's a much cleaner place and it's a much easier place to change that habit if you desire changing it that way because it was not so messy. The second or third reason, kind of like a second reason of the emotional piece, but 
it's a little bit of a different way. So if we are feeling a lack of fulfillment from our career or life, or if we're feeling like a lack of something, so it could be you're feeling bored and feeling a lack of feeling entertained and looking for something that'll help you feel better, like something that'll be interesting, is we can go to food for that. And, or we can go to food for creating that like fulfillment through creating like the feeling of fullness and releasing the neurotransmitters that release in response to eating food, because that's a normal biological response to things that help aid our survival and help aid us feeling good is releasing things that make us want to do it more. And we can use food in the way of de-stressing, but we can also use food as a way of creating an experience and sensation as well in our body through the same way of it's not just muffling, but it can also create that feeling of fulfillment or those feelings of black. Or if we're really tired and craving a lot of like wanting to feel more energized, we can eat some food to get the nourishment and the calories, which is why sometimes you might be craving more of sugary foods that provide a quick energy source when you're feeling tired because our bodies are smart and they produce cravings for the things that are going to give them what they want quicker. And foods that are higher in simple carbohydrates, sugars, it's just the quickest thing for our body to digest. So it gives us the energy the fastest, which is how our brain is so smart. And I just appreciate that. And then use that of like, oh, that's what my brain's doing right now. And so instead of judging it again, we can work with it and be like, okay, well, is this really where I want to get energy from? Like, I'm tired and really what I need to sleep. Will this really help me? Because a lot of times it doesn't. And then we can come at it and look and see, like, if I'm really looking for fulfillment from my day is how can I look differently at my day or how can I find ways to create more fulfillment with or without food? always living that available as a choice because when it's a choice, you can evaluate which is the most effective way and what you're really looking for in that moment and then help provide yourself with that. I recently worked with a couple of people on this concept around, there's a lot around fulfillment and feeling like they weren't doing enough and practicing the habit of how could they could look at their day as a way of like fulfilling more. So like finding three ways they were winning in the day, finding three ways they were succeeding in the day and finding ways to create that feeling of like, what am I happy with that I'm doing right now? And intentionally looking and finding them. Because if you're in a place right now where you're not feeling fulfilled, you have to start looking for ways that you are fulfilled, no matter how little or how small they are. If you don't start switching and looking for that, then you'll never see it. We only find what we're looking for. And if we're always looking for the things that aren't good enough, we're going to continue to find them. And if we intentionally decide like what is good enough and look for evidence of that, then we start to find it because we're looking for it. So our next reason is it could be from a social influence. And I know for several years, I had avoided some of the social aspects, like going out for dinner, going for like drinks and appetizers with my friends. I would sometimes say no to that because I didn't want the social influence of being tempted to have things that I knew were quote unquote bad for me and off plan. So I would avoid that. And so sometimes that social influence can come in where we're overeating because it's there, it's what everyone else is doing, we're just doing it. 
subconsciously just because it's what everybody's doing instead of truly evaluating like, is this what I want this time? And that's not advocating for not doing those things. I wish I would have gone out more with them and seen them more at those different times in my life. And so it's learning to balance a little bit more of instead of trying to avoid people, like understanding the effects that being around people have on us and what we end up doing and making decisions from in those moments to then decide like, if I'm having this and it's making me physically not end up feeling uncomfortable where I feel a little bit bloated afterward or whatever it may be is of learning to honor what's best for our body instead of just doing something because people around us are ordering things or getting things or having things. And maybe we do want them and we honor and listen to that, that we want those things. And maybe it's sometimes saying no, even if we're the only one doing it, because that's what really truly honors what our body needs in that day, in that moment. All right. And the last reason that I wanted to cover for why you may be overeating more at night is it may just be a habit you have. So when we have a habit, it's so easy to go on autopilot and do it. Like when I go brush my teeth, I'm not thinking about every step of the process. I'm usually going in there, brushing my teeth while I'm thinking about something else or listening to something else or watching something else because I can just do it on autopilot without a lot of conscious thought. So when we have those habits of ingrained of maybe it's grabbing a snack when we walk in the door when we get home from work, or it's always getting popcorn while we're watching a movie, whatever the habit is of maybe it's sitting down and reminding it, it's very easy to go into the autopilot place and then maybe not even realizing how much we've had until the, the container is empty. And if this one is the case, you just want to become aware of those habits and just bring a little bit of awareness of your body into that moment. So it's not saying you can't have those things when you are doing those activities. So say it's the popcorn with the movie. It's just bringing a little bit of awareness of how your body is feeling during that. So that way it's not completely on autopilot and of taking a little bit of time, evaluating where your body is at, because bringing awareness of that habit, maybe even changing that habit up or not, it's always up to you, but of deciding really intentionally of like, if I'm feeling uncomfortable afterwards, maybe I want a little bit less. Maybe I want to play around with some different ways of doing this. So that way it's not creating that feeling of physical discomfort from having too much. And it may have been one of these reasons, maybe a different reason for you, but taking that time to identify why you're doing something is the most important step to changing something. Because if you don't know why you're doing it, any of the strategies or things that you try to do to change it aren't going to be nearly as effective if you aren't understanding the reasons behind it, because it's hard to come up with a solution for the root cause of something if you don't take the time to figure out that root cause of why it's happening. And once you figure that out, then you actually know what to practice and what to change in your patterning and conditioning that you just have adopted over the years to change that habit, to have it be more aligned. And you'll get that by figuring out what reason it is. And then it's just evaluating if it's what you truly want to do. Because when you take that time, it's going to be the more effective way than just trying to willpower your way into a different way of doing things. 
And if you have more questions about how we're going to do this and how you can actually change those habits, then go into the description for this episode and go to the link in it to sign up for the waitlist for my new program, the Simple Health Membership, where we're going to be covering all these topics and how you can actually apply them on a deeper level. And if you get on that waitlist, then you're going to be able to hear more about all the founding members benefits, all of that, and learn because this is the kind of thing that we're going to help change. So you can truly have that dream relationship with food and create your best health with ease. All right. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you're finding these episodes helpful, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with people so that way more people can find it. Thank you and I'll see you next week.